This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Supported by and do not reflect those of the Evening Rush Network. Viewer's discretion is advised. It up, clap it up, clap it up, clap it up. You are now tuned in to Plug with Molly and Joe, the mental warriors with my brother Zachariah this season. One of the one of the one of the many blessings that we were blessed with coming out of the first seasons is your mind and the way you think and the way you um come at different topics and the such might not be, you know, the taste for for for, for many, but guess what? You my brother. Hey, man, I just feel like this platform for me was like a calling in itself. And uh, I don't know, when I saw everything else that you were doing, I was inspired in so many other ways. I'm just honored to be a part of this, as I've said on multiple occasions. Uh And I'm apologetically myself. And, and, uh, you know, we have a lot of insight about what goes on behind the scenes a lot of times that I think people don't really understand. And if I got to say it, I'm going to say it. Or if it should oh, be. I'm not most, hold definitely, it. most definitely. Most definitely. Okay. Topic of the day. Cultural, culture of acceptable toxicity. It's almost like a two-part to what we were talking about last week. The mental the mental state of our community and such. Um, of course, we're going to do Making Our Ancestors Proud this week. We got we got three um, brand, new, brand new folk. I don't believe we um, repeated any of these people here, you know, um, throughout our shows. This is our, what, 30-something show? We're getting to our 40th soon, right? Getting to our one-year one year anniversary, I believe, as well. All right? And, of course, we have maybe one topic on current events. We'll have time for one topic, a very important topic, and that's the one, um, the coach, Brian Flores, who um, is trying to expose the NFL right now. So we definitely got a nice little lineup going, waiting for – our brother Joe to come on. He is definitely scheduled to be on. He had a little bit of technical difficulty at the time. But um, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the platforms we own. We own Amazon Music, Pandora, Stitcher, Podchaser, TuneIn, Reasons Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Anchor.fm, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, Mixcloud, iTunes Podcast. And of course, the eveningrushnetwork.com. And of course, you can get the Evening Rush Network as an app on your Android and of course, the IO, the, that other stuff, you know, the iOS, Apple, blah, blah, blah. All right. I'm a hater on Apple just, just to let you guys know. All right. This past week, um, real quick, Zach, anything new? Anything going on for you this week? Uh, <laughs> it's been, been, you know, some stuff going on, man. Um, you know, uh, a lot of personal issues, you know, that I'm dealing with, but, you know, I always try to remain positive and push forward. So as far as the business endeavors, um, you know, I'm, I have a lot of things in the making as always, but, uh, it's got to stay on the grind. That's what it is. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, week after week, I actually do get a lot of good news based on, uh, my, my, my community organization that, I that I helped found. Um, Big Apple Leadership Academy for the Arts. Shout out to Baller, one of us, you know, our, our sponsor, www.baller.org. Check us out. Check our videos. Check what we're doing. Um, we just keep coming up with more and more things that we're trying to accomplish and get done. Um, the resources, you know, is little, but it's coming. You know what I mean? Everything just seems at a gradual, you know, at a gradual motion. And, it, you know, it's progressing. You know, it's progressing. It's progressing continuously so you know that's my week it's always constantly trying to be better than the last week so to say it's like you know i'm always trying to just elevate so well yeah. believe if i was in new york i'd definitely be part of that somehow some way oh well you're part of it anyway you know what i'm saying at some point in time we're going to have the resources and everything else to be able to get 
over, you know, to get over there in Cali and do some things over that side. Even though it's kind of scary over there with all the goddamn earthquakes y'all be getting, man. I mean, it hasn't been in a while, but you know, you, you ain't got to speak <laughs> nothing to existence or nothing, you know. Man, no, I mean, listen, the news be trying to scare us on this side, bro. They always tell me how it's shaking over there, man. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes there'll be a little tremor. It's like California's become jaded to that. Is it before I remember when it first started when I was a kid, you hear a little tremor, everybody running, jumping on the tables. Now people sleep through them. Wow, well, that's like the snowstorms, you know what I mean. Yeah. That's yeah. the, that's that's just like the that's just like the snowstorms. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like oh, yeah, yeah. in True. New True. York, in New York, we, we you know we ain't nothing. What a few feet? Come on, dog. We we can dig out of that. You go to another yeah. place, another place. It, a few feet is is a is deadly. It's a is a national disaster. So you know I, remember, I, mean? I remember digging my 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 truck out the snow many times in the winter time. Listen, with, with no problem, right? So what yeah. we're going to do is what we're going to do is today we're going to make our ancestors proud before we get into our topic of the day. Um, and first and foremost, um, again, Joe having a few, a little bit of technical difficulty. As soon as he get in here, we'll get him on. Right. All right. Zach, who you have to, that's making our ancestors proud today? OK, so this one may some people might be like, what? This, especially when you hear what we're talking about today. But I'm going to tell you why as I go through what this man has done and what he's doing now. Um, And I'm talking about Calvin Cortisor Broadus Jr., a.k.a. Snoop Dogg. Never sing So we know him as, you know, gangster rapper, um, ex-real gangster from Long Beach. Um, you know, and he still today stills repping and says, you know, he's a crip, but but you know, from from uh his image perspective, but what he does outside of rap music, you know, doesn't doesn't reflect that. So let's start with how he started, you know, his famous doggy style iconic album that you could play from beginning to end, one of those classics. You know, with all the hits on it that we all know and love, but that also, you know, started out in the image portraying himself as a gangster player, pimp lifestyle. Um, You know, at the time, that was how he got into the entertainment industry as a young man, 21 years old. Right. Mm So um, or I believe he was 19 when he first got up with Dr. Dre. But um. I had a personal, again, with this man, also had a personal relationship who worked at the uh, Can-Am Studios, was contracted by Death Row Records. That was my my first job, actually, my first real job. Um, And, you know, my first interaction with him, I remember he came up to me and was like, hey, homie, what's your name? And I was like, you know, Pound gave him my name. And I'm like, I said, I know who you are, motherfucker. Anyway, so he laughed and he was like, I need you to go to Burger King for me real quick. So oh, that was my runner. I came back from Burger King. He let me keep the change from the $100 he gave me to go there for him and buy him one little meal. Then sent me later on that day to buy a whole bunch of weed for him in the hood of Long Beach. <laughs> That's my, yeah. my, my first interaction with Snoop Dogg. Um, but you know, one of the coolest down to earth people, uh, in, in that, in that circle that I've ever met, um, he acts the same way he does on camera in real life with, with regular people that he comes to face. That's what's up. Shout so out last thing I want to mention, he changed a lot about his gangster lifestyle when Pac died, when they were on trial for, for, um, you know, the, the America's most wanted whole thing back then. And Pac was like, he, you know, you got to stay gangster. You got to stay true to this. And Snoop was like, I don't want that. I'm trying to go straight. I'm trying to leave that alone. And he did. And just so happened, we see the way things played out. Pac died, you know, shortly after that. And Snoop is still here. Now he's leading a football league, you know, for the youth. And he also works with children with special needs. So I, I give him, I tip my hat off to him now for what he's doing. And he's straight away from that root of where he came from. I always give props to people that came from the grind and gutter and built something and now doing positive change for the community. So hats off to Snoop Dogg. Um, yeah. 
definitely rap icon going down in history. Shout out to Snoop Dogg. We finally found Joe. Zachariah never won to, to, to not have it <laughs> much words. I'm a lost for words kind of guy. No, I didn't know I was lost, but yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad to be here. You ain't know you was lost. Oh my no, god, I, bro! I was All right, so who's making our ancestors proud for you this week, Joe? Ah, this is somebody who I recently heard about over the course of the summer. Her name is Judith Batty. Judith Batty, what well, is the Judith Batty is, as of August, the first Black woman to lead the Girl Scouts. She, in 2014, she was a, a Scout mother, uh, daughter of a Scout Girl Scout and troop leader. She began as a Brownie with her local Nassau County Council in New York and continued scouting through high school. Long after her scouting days are over, Judith remained involved with the Scouts and as a troop leader and eventually a national board member. So she's someone who climbed up the ranks through the Girl Scouts, and now she is the first Black female CEO. So in 108 years. So continue. Wow. That's, I didn't even know that because you would think Girl Scouts would have a women leads or girl leads. So this huh. is an accomplishment within itself. And thank you, Ms. Judah Batty. Continue the good work, and we look to see more from you. That's the symbolism of of how they've always just you know used out used women in general in this nation. You know what I mean? Use them as property and as such. That's crazy. You know what I mean? In 108 years, is the first woman that represented a woman's organization. Like that's crazy. Like yeah. that doesn't make any any kind of sense to me. Well, but um, speaking from you know one strong woman that's making that's 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 making a name for herself to someone who's already made the name for herself. My ancestor, my um person that's making the ancestors proud this week is none other than the queen of hip hop and R and B, Mary J. Um, she has reinvented herself time and time again. Like she is one of the baddest women in the game and there's not many that can match who she is, what she's done, what her message to a lot of the women, iconic Grammy award winning singer, songwriter, actress, producer, and philanthropist. Mary J. Blige is a figure of inspiration, transformation, empowerment, making her one of the defining voices of the contemporary music era. With a track record of eight multi-platinum albums, nine Grammy Awards, plus a staggering 32 nominations, two Academy Award nominations, two Golden Globe nominations, and a SAG nomination, among many other accolades, Blige has cemented herself as a global superstar. In the ensuing years, the singer-songwriter has attracted an intensely loyal fan base responsible for propelling worldwide sales of more than 50 million albums. Man... No Grammy, just nominations. Um, nine Grammy awards plus oh, a staggering thirty-two nominations. Okay, okay, okay. She okay. got the Grammys. You know what I mean? But okay. yeah, man, Mary, Mary, Mary. Listen, she, she, she's the soundtrack to many of women's um, 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 um lives. You know, born in the born in the Bronx, lived in um, you know, swag straight from uptown New York. You know what I'm saying? She is one of the greats, you know what I mean? One of the greats up there with Aretha Franklin, Shaka Khan, Gladys Knight, um, even Beyonce of today, you know what I'm saying? You know, um, she's definitely, she definitely is making the ancestors proud. She making the, the, the current ancestor, the current goats, you know what I'm saying? The ones that's making the ancestors proud that we say to give the flowers now, she making them proud as well. So shout out to Mary J. Blige, one of the best that have ever done it, one of the best that's doing it. Man. All right. So we got through that. We got through making our ancestors proud. Um, right now, what we're going to do is we're going to jump right into what we consider topic of the day, culture of acceptable toxicity. But before we do that, we're going to introduce something that we're going to be doing in the in the near future for a while now um this is introduction to a book that we are reading um part of i guess um uh, the beginnings of a book club of sorts we're introducing 1619 okay um 1619 this is chapter chapter one 
we're going to speak to that probably next week, probably a couple of weeks. We're going to um, talk about different topics and such, right? Um, 1619 is a book about the history of slavery between, you know, from that moment, from, from the beginning of what this country was built on till now. And it goes into depth without skipping different generations, without skipping different timelines. Um, Zach, any, any, any intro to what you, what you've seen so far? I mean, I've just barely dug into it, but man, so inspiring already. Like I got choked up at first in the first few pages, then I got mad and then I got inspired, you know, and I'm just like, man, this is, this is, this is, people need to be reading this, man. And I think I talk about this all the time, the, the education being the root or the miseducation sometimes of the problem. And um, I think this is one of the perfect books for all Americans to read. You know, not just black Americans. Yeah, I do agree with that. Joe, any 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 intros to 1619 you want to speak to the people about? It's just one of those books that you were taught to read as a youngster that you should be reading. Like, you know, mm-hmm. for what I from what I've seen and from what I've read thus far, it's an eye opener, but it also confirms everything that we've discussed on the national platform. And I know other people have as well. Just it, it makes sense. So it's one of those type of books, one of those type of books that you should be reading. Anybody and everybody should be reading it in order to get a true understanding of the year 1619 and what has happened Therefore, Right. Right. Yeah. Um, for me, it's the same thing as a confirmation about a lot of different things that we've been speaking about. Like a lot of the things that they, they, they speak to, I've already, um, you know, probably seen or read or touched up on or what have you. And then it's opened up my eyes to so many more different things. It's actually given me a sense of pride in being a black man here in America. Whereas they, 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 they actually probably made us want to feel, like you said, we want to feel like we're not worthy of this country. Like we're not worthy of being an American when we are the ones that built this country. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like we talked about in past shows about, um, you know, is it is it is it a cool thing or is it a good thing that, you know, blacks in this country should feel patriotic? And I think having learned the true history of, you know, what this country was built on, who actually built this country and to find out that it was mostly coming from the West African slaves. You know, they started it and then their ancestors later on who brought so much to the, you know, economic building of this country, industrial revolution on forward and behind. Mm-hmm. That, that needs to be something that's talked about to reinstate that sense of self-pride right. and you know, build it back up to what it should be so that, you know, moving forward, we don't go recur the same problems over and over. So moving forward to the topic of the day, right? culture because we the topic of the day is culture of acceptable toxicity okay um there's a typo there you know but um culture of acceptable toxicity all right now we live today in what we consider um a very toxic world all right what is meant by toxicity you say the quality of being toxic or poisonous being very harmful or unpleasant in a pervasive or insidious way, okay? Meaning that everything about you, everything about what it is, is toxic and poisonous. It's, it's harmful or unpleasant. It's nothing about it that, that, you know, all right? Where did this culture of acceptable toxicity come from? Mm. So, this acceptance of culture, I believe it started from the um, the initial times where it was introduced, uh, like we mentioned earlier, we talked about how it was introduced during uh, ancient times. A lot of structures were created around toxic, toxic um, behaviors. I don't think at that time it was necessarily identified as toxic, but due to what we've seen and what we've read and what we know, we can identify that now as it being toxic. Mm-hmm. Uh, just rape cultures, um, racism, uh, self-proclamation, uh, proc- those things could be identified as toxic 
uh, toxicity. And um, we're just still trying to understand where did it come from? There's just so many values and so many uh so many opinions on what you know what toxic is and we're still trying to identify it and mm-hmm. i think every day we're being understood or under we're being understood of what toxic is and we right. still have a lot further to go yeah zach so the same thing the same thing to you um why what what what, what makes it acceptable today what makes it an acceptable thing or has it been, always been um I think it's it's been it's sort of like you know after generations of going through something it becomes like the norm or like a person that grew up in an abusive household then they learn to accept it in their own personal lives when they grow up mm-hmm. so that makes makes for an ex- why it's accepted but I think we're past just being accepted I think we're to the point now where it's being promoted you know and we're being fed through many different channels of media social media having the biggest impact on molding the minds of the youth and and the, the you know uh younger generations than us even our generation you know so that it, it becomes more acceptable when more people are promoting it as something cool you know what i mean it's kind of like even the music that we grew up on like i mentioned earlier when i was you know giving flowers to snoop how in his early days you know his gangster rap and portrayal of a player pimp lifestyle was cool and we were being fed this in our music you know right. whatever you talk about whatever you consume that becomes who you are and right. that's why it becomes acceptable now because everybody's being fed this content content and influence with it and now this is normal to us right so me personally, I think that it um it it came from the beginning, like you said, the beginnings of the 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 building of this country. When this country was built, it was built off of a system of toxic behaviors. All right, and what became acceptable. So they were they wanted to dictate to their people what is good and what is bad, and in essence, they wanted to play God if you believe in God or the most high, if you believe in the most high or a higher power, they wanted to be the epitome of what, of, of, of all rulership. You understand what I'm saying? So in doing so, they, they wanted to control the moral fabric of everybody's mind. How, you know, think about it. What way, what better way than to control this, the, the yin and the yang, that, 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 that what do you say? The, 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 the conscience. Yeah. I don't think it's wanted. They still want to, that's their goal. That's what they do. You know? but, but and and then constantly they do so. That's the reason why this topic is happening now. Correct. The reason why we're talking about acceptable toxicity is because they 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 said racism was a legal thing at one time. Remember, racism was legal at one time. They, you know what I mean? Um, I'm 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 beating on black beating on a black man and treating him inhumane was legal. It was actually a legal thing you can do. It wasn't a thing that you was doing that was looked upon as you was demonic or nothing like that. Nobody, they was laughing. They was laughing about it. They were sitting there singing praises. They were singing songs. They were sitting by campfires burning burning marshmallows while our people was hanging. You understand what I'm saying? They were burning bodies at the same time. So my thing is, it it don't, don't blame us for, for 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 having a culture of acceptable toxicity i look at it from the beginning of the, the forefathers of this country who built this whole thing you know what i mean well let's let, let's 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 rephrase that um calling them forefathers you know the people <laughs> that country are the forefathers right, right? right. and they're the ones people you're right you're and, absolutely right. But I know who you mean and why you refer to them because that's who everybody looks at, and that's what we've been taught as the forefathers. I get it. It's the mind mill. It's the mind mill. I, I agree with you. It's, you know, so many generations have, after the so-called founding fathers of this country, you know, took over and put out the Constitution and all this other stuff. Man, slavery was something that was an institution that was way before that. You know, and it's and it's 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 it's, it's been going so, on, and it's still going on today. So real quick, so real of, so, of of behavior. So real quick, what I want to what I want you guys to give me is an example of acceptable toxicity within our culture, but give me a direct example. So if you're saying okay, racism, what are signs of acceptable acceptable um toxicity within when you look at racism? For example, Donald Trump. That was acceptable, 
right? That was an acceptable situation, correct? Well, give me more wanna... examples within the culture of acceptable toxicity. I give you one using mm-hmm. the N word. Ah, it's come from behind it, right? We know uh, what it means. I don't believe that BS about how you can change the word into a positive. We know the basis of that word was a negative context. So for us to still continue to use that word, even if it is positive, it has a negative uh, instinct about it. So that could be identified as a toxic culture or toxicity, you know? Well, so- Joe, as I agree. As I agree with what Joe just said, uh, you know, since the episode we had about learning or unlearning the N-word, I've heard some other point of views on that, you know, in defense of using it, you know, by black males in this country explaining to to white men. One was on CNN where he's like, yo, man, I forget exactly who it was. And he was like, you don't understand why we use it is because he's the only one that understood what we were going through when y'all called us this, when he made us this. And yes, I referred to him that way because he understands the way I think, our culture, what we go through, why we are the way we are today, you know, it's about the black community or the black mentality. And so I, I agree with you 100%, Joe. I'm not for the using of that word. But I also understand that there's a reason for that toxic toxicity to still remain today. You know? Yeah. So, all right. So when you look at the self-proclamations of, of being toxic, meaning that's me, I, I, I'm that bitch. I'm this, I'm that. I'm, 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 you know, I'm a bad bitch. I'm a, I'm a, what city yeah. girl was it? What was that? City girls, hot girl summer. Yeah, hot girl summer. And then the oh, city oh, girls thing oh. too. You're right. Yeah, those are self proclamations of acceptable toxicity. Meaning, I'm going to accept being a hoe. I'm going to accept being a bad mother. I'm going to accept that my kids are bad. You understand what I'm saying? We accept. We no. Those are different things, right? The devaluation of the family. I'm going to accept that the father isn't home. I'm going to accept that. You know, guess what? I grew up without a father. You know what I mean? These are all things that's, that, that's within the culture. Those are the examples I'm speaking of, right? The racism, yeah. acceptable racism, when you got people walking around with a Confederate flag. You understand what I'm saying? Right in our face. You know what I mean? When you had when you had all of these statues up that had what? The, 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 all of these slave owners just being championed and, 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 and looked upon as the pride of this country when, in fact, it should be our people who have all of these statues, correct? Well, so with well, all of those, mm-hmm, let me, I'm, I'm going somewhere with it. With all of those, with all of those, why? Why, well, why, it, it, is, it being to- why is it being championed in our community? Well, it starts, again, it starts with what we've been taught in school. So more or less, like, I, I don't think it's accepted when, when they walk around with this Confederate flag because people is not really, certain areas, they ain't having that, you know what I mean? And people are not really accepting that part. But what is being accepted is that we're being taught that Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves and he had slaves. You know, what is being accepted is that we're being taught in school that these so-called four founding fathers that you mentioned earlier were actually good men that built this. They were to be glorified when they were actually slave owners and that they perpetuated upon, you know, that generation. What is being shown today? But the question still remains. Why is it being championed in our communities? Why is it continuously? Why do we know that? they use us. Why do we know that we've been uh, 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 subjected to slavery and as such, but yet still champion these behaviors, meaning the pimp lifestyle. There's dudes out here still being pimps. There's dudes still out here still, um, 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 you know, abusing our women. There's men out here, you know, our cultural and religious belief systems that encourage and support the abuse and devaluing of women. You understand what what I'm saying? It's been written into Hollywood movies, you know. The narrative has been put out there in all the different channels of content consumption consumption that we interact with daily since our youth. Yes. You know what and I that's mean? What I, that's, that's what I was going to say. Like, when you promote something or when you put an energy out there, that's what it is. Everybody's going to want to become part of it, no matter how bad it is, because it's drawing money. It's making people popular. It's what's hip right now. And everybody wants to be hip and trendy. So no matter how negative the connotation is, people are going to fall for it. It's like that apple that you can't have 
And then uh, you're going to do everything you can to get it because somebody said, don't get it. Don't touch it. It's not cool. You shouldn't have it. But it looks so nice up there. I want to grab it. I want to see what it's about. And that's what I think this culture of toxicity has done. You know, it's when we know that it's bad. But wouldn't it be cool just to be on that side right now? It sells. All right. I like this point that the, 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 the writer wrote in. Toxicity sells in this day and time. And we're going to talk about that after this break. Um, talk about toxicity some more. And why is it acceptable in our community? Back at you. Hello. How can we remedy these issues? We're going to talk about how can we remedy these issues. We're going to talk about, um, we're going, we got current event. We're going to definitely talk about Brian Flores. Um, but once we get back from these messages from our network the evening rush looking to podcast shows and do not know where to start the evening rush network can help you with that call us at 929-441-2417 or email us at the evening rush network at gmail.com for dates and prices we got you for all your podcast needs the evening rush network tune in subscribe and share And we are back. We are sponsored by Bola. That's www.bola.org. That's Big Appalachian Academy for the Arts. That is um, one of those programs that is trying to combat um, the toxicity of our community, the things that's going on in our community that, that that's, that's, that's hurting us. We want to uplift our women to make sure that they understand that they are a very, 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 very important part to the to the to the progress of our people um if not our lives in a sense you know it's a life and death situation um the topic of the day of course is culture of acceptable toxicity um we spoke on different um what is meant by toxic um toxicity we spoke on that we gave a few examples that we're going to speak to as um um a few more as well um there was something that a writer had wrote before we had left. What they said, um, toxicity sells. All right, let's speak to that. Let's speak to that, guys. Let's speak to um, that that point. Toxicity selling. Why? Why do? Why? Why does it look good? Does it sound good? Is it just embedded in us? What? What, what is the reason? Why is it selling? Go ahead, Joe. I think it just draws to you know, finances and draws something that's bad has to, they want to find the good in it. So I think with toxicity selling, I think it's a negative that people are trying to turn into a positive or it's just a negative that's been accepted to become one. Like we know in mathematics, two uh, negatives equal a positive, right? Mm -hmm. So if you have somebody who's negative selling toxic, and then you have another person who's selling a, a toxic culture it's going to become a positive and that's how i feel that's how i feel the toxic energy is being portrayed and being sold and, and being sold we know when you're thinking of toxic uh, mm, good point good point um yeah, I, okay. I don't think that, that's a great point that the because someone wrote in just now, just you know, real quick, Zach. I'm sorry not to cut you off, but it <laughs> says someone that made a point saying it has Jada. Jada has made a point said it has replaced sex cells because remember it was always about sex cells, but remember sex selling had a limit. So she says sex cells in a significant expand, um, and that it significantly expands its reach because now we can target young people as well. Right. You can have people, young kids on TikTok doing all kinds of bullying and doing all kinds of crazy wild stuff. And it, you know, and it'd be morally sound because guess what? It's not sex anymore. You know what I mean? Because remember, you have an age that you have to get to to start selling it to them. Right. Right. Yeah. That's a good so, point. So, you know, I, this is, you know, me always going back to the systemic agenda because I think it's not brought to the surface enough. We are so brainwashed. We are so, you know, herded like cattle to and sheep to be, you know, guided to, to a certain mentality. And so that 
the agenda can take place. And this is what's happening, what's been happening. Why is it acceptable? Why is it promoted? Why is it selling? Well, because it's being glorified and it's being glorified so that these negative things can have an impact on our society. How is it being glorified? Well, we spoke about that. It's, It's put in movies. You know, the pimp role is glorified. He's the he's the hero. You know what I mean? He smacks around his woman, say, go get my money, ho. You know, and then, you know, it's also on all kind of different movies. We're not just talking about that. We're yeah, talking about, about, about our music. The hip, we saw about Snoop. And then abusive yeah. behavior in all kinds of movies that are not even about that. You know, it's just being sprinkled and peppers, peppered here and there to keep us in that mind frame. Why? Because to can keep us fighting amongst each other, we are easily controlled when we are fighting amongst each other to tear yeah. the, in, the the household apart from the inside out, to keep our children miseducated and focused on vanity instead of building themselves and learning how to become a productive member of a family and then a productive member of a community and then building something as a people. So this is why it sells and this is this is what the reason why it's being glorified. So, right. But I mean, I, listen. They created. They this is their culture. They created their culture, so it doesn't. It doesn't surprise me that they're glorifying what they what they've created, right? Someone had wrote in. There's also the financial gain of these content creators, whose concerns are more about their bottom lines than the effects of the content they create. Um, that's capitalism. You know, that's that. That's what we're built on. We're built, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> We're a country built on capitalism, capitalism, you know, and 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 that's the nature. That's just playing their part as part of the problem because you're capitalizing on something that's meant to tear your own community apart or tear us as as in a people in general, not just the black community, but all people that surround us from uniting and, and from building anything. So now it becomes cool. So yeah, I'm a content creator. So now I'm gonna make some money. Oh, well, this is already selling. So this is what they're doing. And they've been a bigger part of the problem. And it, right. you know, it was like what happened with rap music. It, it was, it wasn't cool to talk about conscious stuff no more. It ain't selling. Yeah. You know, cause that was the early 80s, late eighties, early nineties. That's when it was with the Daisy age and the positive um, voice, public enemy, and such. Joe, um, I need you to give me, like, right now, right? Because right now, in the, in in today's time, you know, what are the what are, what in today's time, like right now, are all of those signs of toxic behavior within our community? We talked about through the years, right? We, you know, and stuff like that. What is today's time? What can we tell our kids to look for? Oh well, uh, behaviors of the non-encouraging, the behaviors of those who look at you and don't understand where you're coming from and put what you put, uh, insensitivity, that's a form of toxic behavior. Um, any type of negative dwelling where you're not able to succeed, that's a form of toxic behavior. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, and just in, in, in the culture in regards to family, those who resent family or the building of a foundation of a family, that's toxic behavior. So, and a lot of that happens nowadays because people are taught to fight for self and it doesn't matter what else you've done or what, who you can create outside of that. But as long as you got your back, everybody else doesn't mean nothing to you. That's a toxic behavior because we've already established a long time ago that building a family is the part of this is, is part of the creation is the reason why we succeed as people. But when you have all these other cultures telling you, Oh, you don't need this. You don't need that. You could do it by yourself. That's so it, it defeats the purpose of, you Keep know, of, of building uh-huh. 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 Zach, do you have any other toxic behaviors that we could list that we could piggyback off of what Joe just said? Yeah, the, the woman saying, or the little, the, the young teenage girl growing up talking about, I don't need a man, or as soon as you say something I don't like, the relationship over. And then she grow up like that, and then now she don't, she, she don't want a man in, in her house. She just wants to to use men the same way she was taught that it was cool for men to use women when she was growing up, or when her parents grew up, and she learned that in her own household. So yes, that's one form. And then the men walking around talking about, well, I don't care anyway. Everybody's playing like it's cool to not have feelings. Right, right, right. right. Everybody's, everybody's playing, playing cool. cool. 
until it's not cool no more. And now you crying out because you got, well, we talked in last episode, mental health issues. Now, since you don't, since all the you're storing all that negativity, you're storing all that negativity. You being coerced into thinking it's cool to not have feelings. Now, when you come down later on with these mental health issues, you don't want to say nothing now. And that's why you you have these mental health issues. And it's not cool to talk about it now because you just had no feelings. So you're just compiling the problem on top of the problems you're already dealing with because you got a system that's whipping on whipping on our backs. And then all of a sudden you got just, you know, exactly pride. Pride doesn't allow you to fix yourself. You know what yeah. I mean? That, that, that's pretty deep. You know what I mean? And th- the reason why I wanted us to list the things that we can visibly see within our household, that way they can look at their children and understand the the, 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 the acceptable toxicity, meaning those are the things that they champion themselves about. I've done heard kids sit there and be like, I'm crazy. So what? You know what I mean? Like, no, yeah. crazy. you should get help. You understand what I'm saying? I you or or the one I used to hear. Oh, that's you know that's so and so how they is. You know that's just how they is. What do you mean that's just oh, how wait, they wait, is? Wait, wait. I got one for you. It is what it is. It is what it is. Actually, yeah. I say it is what it is. And the no, reason because it, it is a bailout. It's a bailout. The reason why I say it is what it is, it's a bailout answer. Well, here's yeah. the, here's here's how it's being used now. More so, it is what it is when when you're being confronted with when you're the problem. No, no, I ain't problem. It is what it is. This is why. Because you can say it in a term of agreeing with the fool and departing. It is what it is. I'm out of here. You understand what I'm saying? Because you can do it in that sense as well. I yes. get what you're saying. Or, okay. or, or take it or leave it is another one as well. You know, that's right. another So what I wanted our people and the people that's listening today is to get an idea of all of those, ex- those acceptable toxic ways that we all have. You can look in the mirror right now and you can see all of these different ways that you already have done it. You've done it s- s- consciously and unconsciously. You've done these things. You've, 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 you've accepted it and you've actually promoted it and you actually got the got the ball rolling for our generations to come to keep going through the same things over and over again the same cycle of mental health issues the same cycle of going through depression the same cycle of going through anxiety what are you anxious for slow down you know what i'm saying what are you so hype about slow down get the answers we so quick we want everything so fast right so speaking of fast go ahead can i speak on that real quick that I mean, us being from New York, that's our energy. I mean, it is deemed as toxic, yes, but that's the energy that we that helped build this city. We're always on the go, fast, fast, fast. We want everything right now, right now. But it's not necessarily a good thing, like you said. We need to take our time. We need to calm ourselves down, and we need to find solutions to the answers. Two words: burnout. Two right. words: exactly. burnout, bro. Yeah, that's burnout. Exactly I've seen people go through it. I'm seeing. I'm watching people go through burnout. You know what I mean? We have our right to say that we live in a world where there's an insatiable desire for individuality. People will embrace any character trait that helps them define themselves as unique, even if it's toxic. That's right. what's being promoted on social media. You can be right. yourself because you are in charge of the content on your channel. I mean, come on. You got chicks out there on social media showing, you know, having sex on social media, meaning, you know, got they got their bodies, got they, you know, they, you know, it's all kinds of stuff going on. You know what I mean? Out there. So let's speak to the youth real quick. All right. Before we move on to the one question that we really need to spend a little time on is how can we remedy this remedy this issue? All right. Um, the culture of acceptable toxicity amongst the youth, youth is exacerbated by social media. And this is going to lead us into remedy, remedying the issues, right? Um, because I think it's more rampant amongst our youth than it was when it was amongst us. Like, we accepted toxicity based on the system pouring it on us, in a sense. I think growing up, um, Joe, if I'm not mistaken, I felt like the system poured all that toxic stuff, the crack, the crack epidemic, um, 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 even, you know, all, all of the, all of the seediness that happened with us growing up, all the things that we went through, the drug game, um, the gun, you know, the, the, the gun, you know, um, 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 the gun violence and the such, right. But amongst our youth right now, they're promoting it, they're living it, they're looking for it. And it's exacerbated by the social media. 
it's the latest mm-hmm. internet trend. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, like I was going to say, everybody's trying to find a way to be themselves, but be different. And, and, and adding to that difference, doesn't matter. You said it doesn't matter if it's good or bad. It's going to trend. It's going to sell. It's going to make them cool, make them popular. They don't care about the overall effect of it as long as what's happening in the now. Like we know in the, we know futuristically speaking that it's something that will cause a breakdown or cause a burnout. But they're more in the now, right now. How are people reacting to it? How are people feeling towards it? And there's no care about the later uh, after effects of what so happens Zach, right at the moment. So, Zach, real quick, because yes, you you're right on, you're spot on, Joe. It, they 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 don't they 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 they're trying to capitalize off of their toxic ways, and this country actually pays for that. You understand what I'm saying? And it's a, like I said, it's a vicious cycle because we're watching it and getting some type of um, 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 joy out of watching the shit show, so to say. Excuse my language, guys. You know what I mean? Um, but with all that said about social media, how can we rem- remedy this issue, Zach? What, like, what, let's get to that. Let's get to, we spoke about it. It hurts. It hurts. It hurts. It hurts. Well, you know, you know I mean? there's a reason why TikTok became the number one platform, right? And so how do you get around this when the system is is designed, you know, this, this digital era is designed to, to mold people's minds, especially the youth? Well, we have to monitor their their content consumption and okay. you know, like you have parental controls for what your kids could watch on YouTube. But by the time they're a teenager, the parents is not monitoring their content consumption. Mm-hmm. They're on TikTok consuming this toxic content, you know, where they're being taught that it's cool not to have feelings. It's cool not to care about what nobody thinks. And you are really being taught to be a front artist, you so, know, so how do you get rid of that? So you want to reduce the exposure to social media and other platforms. Well, that's a parent's job to counter that into home. So is have more family interaction. Learn to appreciate other aspects of life that are taken for granted today. You spend more time on your phone. The average, this is, this is an average statistic that people spend four hours a day minimum on their mobile phones. And most of that time is on social media. So is imagine- that- for children, though, is that only for children, though, brother? No, no, we're talking about adults. So now, imagine children. Imagine teenagers. Now, it's more than that. You wasn't even talking about. A, you wasn't even talking about children. No, that's 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 for everybody in in the average of everybody. For teenagers, it's higher. Now, if a parent doesn't monitor, monitor the so bent on monitoring the content of what your children can see on YouTube, and that's why they have YouTube kids out and all that stuff now. Why are you not so bent on when your child is at a more vulnerable stage of life where they could be influenced and they're learning to be who they really are? Why are you not monitoring the content of what they consume as teenagers? Or the funny part is some of these women is more more, um, caught up in finding out what the man of their lives is doing online than their children. Because the parents are too busy on social media themselves. You can't tell your child to stop it and you on it too. doing it too, exactly. And for an adult, you should have a more conscious where what I'm doing is wrong. Come closer to the mic, Joe. There should be some some moral to what you're doing, but most most of the people, the adults who are doing it don't have those morals either. So how are you going to teach your kids about any of that? I mean, let's be realistic. I'm not a saint when it comes to like, I only, you know, view, you know, wholesome content on social media, you know, because I get caught up in it too. And I got to check myself, you know, and be like, what are you looking at? But this is what I started doing, practicing what I click on and what I consume while I'm on social media. Because even though the algorithms are set to change, it was every quarterly, every three months. Now it's every month, Facebook, Meta, whatever, Instagram and TikTok are modifying their algorithms there's one thing that stays consistent in that algorithm, and they will feed you the content that you most consistently click on and consume. Right, and that's what I was getting to. Yep. And you would change the toxicity that you consume. Right, and, I, and, 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 and that's what I was getting to. You could check Facebook will let you know what kind of toxic person you are. You know what I mean? If you're getting a bunch of sex, if you're getting a bunch of sex, sex offers, if you're getting a bunch of a bunch of fight, of fight videos, and all that other stuff. That's because that's what you click on. Me personally, I get nothing but I get nothing but 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 spiritual and 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 positive things. You know what I'm saying? Um, like you said, I get my dirt from where I want to get it from because everybody have their fix, right? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? 
But yeah, yeah, it, 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 very, very much so, Jada. I'm pretty, sure, pretty sure of this. But we're going, we moving on before we, because we want to get to the remedies, right? So one of the remedies, let's 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 list them, right? One of the remedies is reducing exposure to social media, and that's for children and adults. Number one, reduce social media exposure. Stop. Get off the get off get off social media every now and again. Tune out and then tune into your family, right? Because that goes into what? That goes into our next one, right? Because it says what? Um, 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 reintroduce positive male figures into the home, mm-hmm. right? Because we're talking about our community and even their community, you know, and that is humanity. Humanity need positive male figures in their home. And the positive mm-hmm. male figures, yeah, and the positive male figures is those that understand humanity is one big smorgasbord. It's not, it's not, it's not broken down into race. No. America created race. Yeah, right. in America, no other country had race as as part of their of their makeup, except for when America wanted to separate the 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 white slaves from the black slaves. That's right. Okay. It, it makes times it was nationality and culture. You and know? guess where I learned that at sixteen nineteen. Let's go oh. education. <laughs> <laughs> education, right? Education yeah. it leads us right on, right along, right. So let's talk about reintroducing positive male figures into the home. Let's speak briefly, briefly, because you guys, you guys, and I'm gonna tell you guys from the heart, you guys are positive male figures in your home. Okay, both of you gentlemen, you guys do the do the thing. You understand? What I'm saying, shout out to Sean Dawn from the Evening Rush Network, who is also another positive male figure in his home. Um, so it's happening. It's not a, it's not, it's not like it's a unicorn. It's in our, it's right here on this show right now. I don't toot my own horn, but I know I'm positive and I'm a male figure and I have a home. So therefore, there you have it, right? I put it for you. You the positive male figure, you know, that even I draw from at times. Right. That's right. Are giving each other our flowers because we deserve it. You know, that's what it is. Like we we promote it and we need more people to keep doing that. We say reintroduce, but we're here. That's what right. we need to start doing. We need to start taking pride in the fact that they are here. We do what we do is have acceptable toxicity and say the deadbeat is what's what. You understand what I'm saying? Because the deadbeat just be out here doing him, right? <laughs> well, so how do we correct it? How do we correct it when the women are grow up in an environment where she's taught that she doesn't need a man, and then they're on social media wishing each other Happy Father's Day because she's a single mother? Exactly. You know toxic behavior yeah and so how do we how do we destroy that and turn that around as a positive male figure comes into the woman's life or how does that how does he how does he stay with a woman wow. if the women are being man, taught that's a whole nother show man you gotta stop doing that at the end like we try to get to the point of, of of the remedy get the male figure in there now you're trying I'm, to I'm, say, I'm gonna give you one i'm gonna give you one solution i think we need to take responsibility if we're a positive male figure we need to take responsibility we were a part of the problem at, at some point in our lives or the generation before us and, and even our generation. And that now that it's this way, it's our job to help fix it by showing good examples and be, um, you know, supportive, more supportive and, and not give up so quickly when she's ready to just give up and throw away on the man in her life. Well, I ain't got time for you neither. F you too, then. Now that goes in. Somebody has to give. Well, here's, here's what I'll say about right. that. Here's what I'll say about that. We need to enforce positive affirmation. You know, there's a such thing as positive affirmation. The more somebody hears something positive in regards to, you know, to the reverse of what toxicity is, they're going to believe it more. The problem is, right, is they're not really positive right. energy or positive because affirmation. Because they're poured, we are poured on the toxic behavior. The toxic examples are poured on us through media, through social media, through regular television, through history books. Through the movies, through the through the through the radio, through the music, through everything, right? So, like he says, positive affirmation is necessary, and that is why you have to walk around and say, "Hey, my sister, you look beautiful today." And uh-huh. you know I mean, instead of instead of instead of it being, uh-huh. "Hey, use a bitch or use a hoe or you this that, and the third, we right. have to we have to start singing. Like I said, raise the value of the women in the home, of the women in, in our community. Y'all are mothers. Y'all are queens. You understand yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Y'all That's are very right. important to the fabric of who we are. You know what I mean? As men. Start with the individual. We have to change the way we were, we were raised 
talking. When you get mad, don't call your woman out her name. Communication. That's you know communication. Even sometimes you, the best way to teach somebody the right behavior is to show them through example. Don't tell them that they're wrong and try to correct them when they get out of line. Show them the right way to treat somebody. Show them the right behavior, the right words to say in a, in a situation. And so it has to get rid of this toxic behavior. Every individual has to start with themselves. So we have you to have self-love. Self, self love. You have to love yourself. You have to have, you have to want the best for yourself. No, have some pride for yourself. Have some trust within yourself. You know what I mean? Have to trust within your, your people. No, Joe? I totally agree. Well, we talked about this in the past that the trust is a, a is a two way street, but only one person's driving. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and we got to continue that process of showing trust. It's so easy to be distrustworthy, to untrustworthy to somebody because that's like a, a, a safe mechanism for a lot of people. But we have mm-hmm. to put our hearts on our sleeves sometimes and say, Hey, I'm willing to do that. If and, we don't do it, we don't know who or what we can trust. And that's so, and that becomes a matter of self-reflection as someone wrote in self-reflection is a part of self-love. It's that's a part true. of it's, it's, it's a part of this whole mission of getting rid of acceptable toxicity because it is actually burning us out as a people. It is making us look, it's making our, it's making our, our, our women look older. Our boys look older. They look, they, 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 they're relying on drugs to get past the pain of, of the cultural toxicity. You understand what I'm saying? Um, you know, the, listen, they need to start understanding the importance of that va- and value of a positive public image, meaning, Right now, you're making all these mistakes, but then down the line when you need that job or when you need that opportunity and all of a sudden somebody pull up your files from back in the days when you was wilding out being all toxic and being all publicly toxic, for that matter, now your opportunities is limited, no? Yes, and and that's that's what social media promotes too, that this, this behavior is being promoted to the point where when you're young, you're not supposed to care about nothing what nobody thinks about you or, you know, not supposed to have feelings. But when you get older, you start to care more about what people think. And then you get to a point past that where you don't care about what people think because you're on your own self-building mission. So like one, like the uh, writer wrote in, I believe it was Jada, who said, how do you fix it if you don't know you have a problem, Right. right. So, so well, it has to be you. If you don't recognize that you're toxic, I mean, at some point you have to evaluate your life. How many of us go to sleep at night and say, "What do I need to fix within myself?" Right. That should be a normal human behavior if you're trying to grow, you know. And if you're not, it's because you're being influenced and you are becoming part of the problem. So, at some point, when do you wake up? How do you get people to wake up? What do you tell them? Mm. So, um. How do we say say because when we get our readers coming, I want to always respect our um the people that's listening and writing in. So if you catch us taking a pause and a little turn to the left or turn to the right, just understand we just want the people that's check that's chiming in and checking us out to have a fair voice, you know, in our show because we don't want to sit there and bombard you guys. You might have a great you know great thought, great idea. Or what have you? We want to make sure that you, you're heard. Um, Sean wrote in, but that's not fair because of the thoughts during a moment. Um, it is quite fair, and I'm gonna tell you why it's quite fair. Is because guess what? Most of these people know exactly what they're doing. Yeah, All right? they 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 like we want to hide behind. We want to hide behind um what what's that temporary insanity? Is that what we're doing? Is that is, is I mean that's the that's the that's the quickest law and order um defense I've heard. You know, like we you know, everybody is just insane at one point and flipping out and had a moment in life and time where it was just too much, you know, like come on. You know? Well, not even so that. I flip you the middle finger and then tell you, oh I didn't mean it like that. Not even that. Think about what the whole analogy with the devil and the angel on the shoulder. The devil's right. telling you that is that come on, do this. It's cool. And the angel is like, I don't think you should do that. Have your moral. And then it's up to you to decide which side you choose. So it's like you said, everybody knows what they're doing. It's about them outweighing the pros and the cons. Is it gonna mm-hmm. be as bad as we think it is? And if mm-hmm. it is, can we take it? And that's well, what you know, in this as well. 
that devil ain't just popping up on the shoulder no more. And with the angel on the other side, now the devil is in the content you're consuming. The devil's in your household. The devil's all around that little devil. And we know we're speaking metaphorically about toxicity, right? What that little devil represents. So every time it's not just you battling yourself, you being constantly influenced with this behavior. Wow. And with that, we're going to wrap it up and we're going to just like the topic is so, 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 so open, right? says how can we remedy this issue education guys right education we we agree education is pop is, is important educating ourselves to know what t- toxic behaviors are um re uh, me i i say revisit revisit what's toxic revisit our, our you know our our early relations in life you understand what i'm saying revisit how we behave you know what i mean revisit what triggers us yeah yeah somebody wrote down um said the baby was triggered by trauma yeah we need to understand what is what's is toxic in our community and try to rewrite that you know what i mean me i say rewrite the whole constitution let's completely destroy it and start it all over because the system system was built on toxic behavior in the first place all right it was built basically on the back of slaves all right it basically the paper the pen and the table was our backs, okay basically that's how that was so reintroduce positive male figures into the home Raise the value of the women in the home. Communication, trust, pride, and self-love. All of those things is how we remedy this issue. Understand the importance and value of a positive public image, meaning the things you might do now may affect what's going to happen to you down the line. You're sitting here doing all of these different things now. You don't you lose your scholarship down the line because of a Facebook post talking about you're racist or what have you, or you're doing blackface or what have you. Or... Or I don't care. Let's listen. Let's 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 thug it out. Let's thug it out, Jada. Equal to purge. Mano y mano. You know what I mean? May the best may the best people win. Because listen, I bet black. Sorry. Hey man, that's that's what a revolution is. Yeah, I bet on black. You know what I mean? You know, honest with you. I'm being honest. Rip it up. You know what I'm saying? Communication, trust, pride. Self-love, um, under the, 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 the positive public image is important because, like I said, you go get a tattoo on your face because you want to be toxic. You want to show that you, ah, I got so many tattoos. Now, all of a sudden, you can't get a job without putting makeup on your face, dum-dum. And reduce exposure to social media and other platforms. Real quick, we're going to touch on for a couple of minutes, not too long, but we just want to give a shout-out and give him his flowers. Shout out to Brian Flores. (laughs) Former Miami Dolphin head coach Brian Flores. Sues the NFL. One of the first people to ever do so. Sues the NFL um, and three teams. The Dolphins, the Broncos, and the Giants. Unfortunately, my Giants. You see New York Giants rep them, but I'm about to stop. Maybe have to stop. Alleging discrimination regarding his interview process with Denver and New York and his firing last month by Miami. The funny part is he was supposed to go do an interview with New York, right, like on Thursday. But Bill Belichick hit him up on Monday and said, yo, congrats on getting the job. Brian, wink, wink. Brian said, but wait, I didn't go do the interview with the Giants yet. How am I getting a congratulations for the job? Wink, wink. Oops, my bad. I met. Brian, the white guy, the bone, the white yes. guy, Brian. I meant the so he says that it was already before he even did his interview. So, why am I doing the interview? It was for show, it was for fun, it was for fake, it was for play. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Rooney rules is really just nothing. So, yeah. he decided he's going to sue the NFL. And I just want to give him his flowers for starting something really, really big. I think we're going to talk on it probably even more deeper next week. Um, but Joe wanted to give him his flowers this week. Joe, want to give him his flowers? Yes. Uh, Good job, Mr. Flores, for setting an example of what to be done. I mean, it's sad that it had to take this to do that. I mean, we understand why the Rooney Rule was put in place so that a minority coach can be be, uh, looked at. But the Giants found a loophole around it. They said, okay, we're going to have a black candidate, but we're not going to interview him. Hey, at least we still got our black candidate. So that's what I see when I see what's going on. But they did interview him, by the way, though. They interviewed him. His interview was Thursday. Bill Belichick, my man, Bill Belichick, always messing up, boy. He always doing something silly. Zach, what you got to say about this real quick, man? 
Um, I don't think that it, it, it took this to make it happen. I think they slipped up. You opened the window and it was time for it to happen. So, you know what I mean? So now, so now he's doing the right thing by, by taking advantage of, of his, of his right. platform, his, stand, sort of, his position. Sort of, right. He sort of fell on the sword in a sense because Bill Belichick actually dropped the ball. Bill yeah. Belichick messed yeah. up. Um, his name is Brian Flores. The Giants coach name is, if I could find it real quick, what's the Giants coach name, Joe? Real quick, Brian Naboli. Brian, yeah. So Brian. he has Brian and Brian in his phone. He knew he finds out that Brian got the job. He called, he texts the wrong Brian. The wrong Brian. Yeah, and the, that Brian. Now, mind you, taking the interview, taking the interview meant that you get a fair shot. You understand what I'm saying? Meaning that means if I'm going to go, if you're going to make me fly out to an interview, but you already gave it to someone else, what are you making me fly out to this interview for? Because you want to make sure you want to make sure that your statistics yeah. are yeah, met. That's right. That's right. right. So flowers to Brian Flores, flowers to my man Joe. Flowers to my man Zachariah. Flowers to Jada John behind the scenes. Flowers to Sean Don. Flowers to the Evening Rush Network. Flowers to my family. Flowers to everybody. And listen, this is Plug with Molly and Joe, the Mental Warriors, with my brother Zachariah. Peace.